0: family. Welcome to another episode of Ab Unfiltered, where we honor God, our authentic selves, and the beautiful contrast of life. Today, we have an amazing guest with us, AJ Johnson. I cannot wait for you guys to meet her and hear her. I love her. She is one of my personal life coaches, and we're going to have an amazing time with her. We're going to get into advice and we're going to do some necessary digging. This episode is dedicated to self elevation, to learning who we are, to gravitating to our best selves. Everything that people say that they want to do, you want to be the best version of you. We hope that by the end of this episode, that's where you find yourself. So let's get into it. Our scripture for this week on this episode comes from Jeremiah 29 and 11, which is one of my favorite scriptures ever in life. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, and to give you a future and a hope. When I tell you the Lord knows his plans for you, we just need to literally bombard heaven, get on the same frequency and ask God where is it that he's taking us? Where is it that he's guiding us and directing us to so that we can live in a posture of expectancy, knowing that even if it looks weird, even if it looks crazy, that God knows best for us. If the answer is no, his no is much better than the world's yes. If the answer is yes, that he's going to support you in it. And I want you guys to take that with you. I want you to ponder it. I want you to write it down. I want you to reflect on it for the rest of this week. Jeremiah 29 and 11. All right, family, I shared with you at the top of the episode that you were in for an enormous treat. It is my friend, my sister, AJ Johnson. AJ is an actress, TV producer, life coach, and philanthropist. She is best known for her iconic roles alongside Keisha Campbell Martin in House Party, as well as Jody's mama in Baby Boy. When AJ is not in West Africa creating unity programs for the U.S. Embassy and President's Office of Diaspora Affairs Ghana in the areas of education, better health, entertainment, and economic development. AJ is in the U.S. serving as producer and host for Season 3 of VH1's latest hit, Couples Retreat. What AJ takes great pride in today is promoting healthy lifestyles and has been deemed one of the most world-renowned lifestyle coaches and wellness advocates around. She is my friend and also my big sister. Let's welcome AJ to Ab Unfiltered. Hey, AJ. What's up, sis? What's up? I love, I mean, that introduction,
1: my goodness. Can I just pay you to
0: follow me around? And just yes, do it all the time? I would I would absolutely do it. You're all that and more. I actually was a little surprised because it's a little short. I think that you condensed it trying to be modest and have humility, but it it spans for for pages and pages and pages, because I can think of a few more things that have affected me personally that didn't show up in the bio. I guess for the purposes of just, you know, for this moment, you wanted to just highlight the most recent things. But you've been at this a minute and still looking like you're 12 years old. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, You are amazing, sis. How are you? It's been a minute. It has been a a minute
1: in the world, but you and I are eternally connected. connected. You know, spirit to spirit, it just never, it never disconnects. So even if there's days, months, weeks that we don't talk or see each other, as soon as we connect on text, we check on each other. I mean, I was born with no blood sisters, but I'm so honored that God has seen us both worthy to be sisters. So when we say it's been a minute, I want everybody to understand. It just, it just means that we haven't seen each other in yeah, a minute.
0: physically, our, physically. But yeah, I know yeah. that when I have a moment and I need you to pray or I need you to bombard heaven on my behalf that you are moments away. And if I have need advice if I need anything that you're there I'm just happy to see you can't wait to squeeze you but you're always and it also speaks to what you're doing you've been out of the country you spend a lot of your time you know in Ghana and reconnecting with the motherland so honey tell us about that like tell us what sparked your interest in Ghana and how does your connection to that work to contribute to your own wellness
1: well, I mean, first, what blows my mind is its foundation in Ghana, because Ghana was what we call my gateway to the continent from being an American. But in a quick four years, God has blessed me with making an impact in five other countries on the continent. So it's mm-hmm. not just Ghana. It's mm-hmm. Gambia, Senegal, Togo, um, Benin, uh, Côte d'Ivoire. It's yeah. like, you know, the U.S. Embassy decided that. You know, I could help them with building these programs as you as you introduced in terms of the different pillars that they're interested in bridging with Africa on. And 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 if you can hear it, because you're my sister, isn't it godly that the pillars that they design are the pillars of my life interest? Education,
0: wellness, entertainment, uh, economic development. Like that's me. It's right. you embodied, literally encompasses you. In every facet that you named, which is why we know it's so God ordained, God ordained you to be the advocate, to be the ambassador, to be the conduit to which we get to have that bridge for the U.S. and those beautiful countries that mean the world to us. And what, ha- what I have found recently is that so many more of us are starting to connect in that vein literally to our motherland because it's so beautiful it's so yeah. just awe inspiring the the stories the the ground the dirt what it represents and all of that i am just out of over the moon for you and and seeing hearing your name and seeing your uh your regal just um queenly walk and the, the avenues in which you've been afforded to travel through, literally tell us about what that does for your soul, because you're always pouring into other people. But I know at times it can get draining to always have to pour and pour and pour. So is this um, a way that you get poured back into personally? Most definitely. Like without, without a doubt, I didn't, I didn't ask for Africa.
1: I wasn't looking for Africa. I was looking for freedom. I was looking to get over a relationship that was just wearing me out. (laughs) And I needed new. No, serious. I mean, you know, I needed new. I needed, you know, I needed new smells, new food, new clothes, new accents, new music. I just said, God, give me new. And honestly, I said, I want as much new as possible to be a distraction because I didn't want to spend, you know, my birthday's January 2nd. I didn't want to spend another new year holiday pining over the fact that I wasn't in a healthy relationship and was, was yet again, entering a holiday season, you know, breaking up in a relationship. And so I just started praying the prayer of, I want the freedom. I want the new. And at the time in 2019, I had not been to the continent at all. So I say to you that Africa, Africa chose me in my visit. I started to see the talking about the fulfillment. I started to see, my spiritual transformation, I started to see my better health transformation, my hair, my skin, my peace, my joy, Ooh. my energy, everything just elevated from the music to the food to the relationships that quickly were ushered into my life. And I just said, you know, I've got to tell people that Africa is filled with our unspeakable joy and we just don't know it. We and just I don't never, know I it. never have, I had no idea that God was choosing me to be a conduit yeah. for Africa-America connection. I had no idea. I was just living my freedom. I was getting over the breakup. I was going for a birthday turn up. And here
0: we are. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and look at what God has done in you choosing you, choosing to free yourself of the bondage of things that had kind of held you down, not necessarily, um, you know, in ways that didn't allow you to pour into others because Lord knows there are hundreds of thousands of us that have gleaned wisdom that have a a blueprint for healthier living wellness and all of that through your coaching and your lifestyle and your lifestyle shifts and how you have poured into us but I think the beauty of it is and what blesses me the most as a little sister looking to you and looking up to you is that you have found your footing If I can, if for lack of a better word, you have found that thing that makes AJ click and tick where you've been able to live your best free life while pouring back into other people and pulling us along through that journey. Letting us know that if we do have a bad relationship or if we do have a bad breakup or if we haven't quite met. Those markers of, you know, success or the things that we feel like we should be doing, that there is a time, an appointed time that God has on purpose for us. And when it happens, you are living such freedom that. It just radiates off of you like you look like sunshine. You look radiant. You don't even have to have on makeup. You don't have to have your hair blowing in the wind. You can be tore up from the floor up in your eyes, but that that peace that follows you and and amplifies and it just radiates. And I have been seeing it. It has been giving me joy. I love it so much, Adrian Joy. Like literally your name your name is coming to life and you're getting to live it now. It's oozing from your skin. I love it.
1: I got to I got to say, I mean you said it best. It's like we could close out now and say thanks for coming. Thanks um, for being here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But well, you know I got to say, I don't feel like I'm special. I don't feel like what's happening in my life and and the calling God has placed on me is special. I feel like the decision to surrender to the calling And to walk in that is the difference. I think a lot of us, yeah, I do. I think a lot of us block the step forward into the calling. There's so many times before, and I get choked up. There's so many times, Ab before I surrendered to what could this be with me in Africa. There's so many times where it was like, No, I've got to be in LA for award season, or no, I've got to be in LA because it's television pilot season. Girl. And and here's the thing, you know, as I prayed about it and and talked with the elders, even in Africa, and was talking about those things that I considered blocks in my life, even they would say, having never been to the U.S., most of them, barely speaking English, most of them, they would say spirit to spirit, well, what is your life filled with? Is your life filled with pilot season or is your life filled with joy? Is your life filled with waiting on the next movie to happen or is your life filled with wanting more peace? Yikes. And and what, right? What do you surrender to? The chase of joy and peace or the chase of another movie?
0: Oh, that is so good. It brings me to this place where I get to ask you this part. You've had so much success in Hollywood. You've 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 found great success for years, and you've translated over years. While many people lose themselves. You have continued to grow and evolve. It's a lesson. Um, So what has worked for you to stay grounded and also find that peace with if I make pilot season cool, if I don't cool, if I get the role cool, if I don't, it wasn't for me. What has been. That thing that has kept you at a level of humility, knowing that whether you get it or not, it doesn't diminish your value. You're not less than and you're and and that God must have something else if this wasn't it.
1: I, I have always known that even though I've been blessed with worldly manifestations of success, that my true gifts are not that I've always known that my gift was in connection. My gift was in teaching. My gift was in serving. And again, like I say, I don't feel like that's special. I think we're placed here on this earth to serve. We just have to find in what purpose, direction do we serve, right? Mm -hmm. So once I said, you know, yay, I've got these movies and these red carpets, but I'm still not happy. Girl, I've got relationships with ballplayers and actors and musicians. is you know, world-renowned, and I'm still not happy. It was like, okay, well, I've gotten all the things that are supposed to be the things in my <laughs> life, fame, money, success. Um, and I still wasn't happy. And I said, you know, I've got to start to chase where my happy really lives. And, you know, you hear my voice quivering because it's, it's something that I feel like God has said to me over the years. That's something you can't teach, AJ. It's something you have to live yeah. and then teach example. And so I hope what you're talking about and what most people are watching is, you know, when people say, so did you stop acting? No, I didn't stop anything. I just started to be my true self. And however, whether it's on TV or executive producing a reality show or in a movie or working with the embassies, but aside, you know, alongside with an African uh, country's president, I don't know what God has for me. But what I do know is I can't afford to put a ceiling on how he blesses me. Come on. All I have to do is be me comfortably all day, every day and watch God's provision. And I think that's what we have to do. It's like pay attention to God has been a God of provision our our entire existence, but we're not paying attention to how he provides. If you pay attention, you'll start to walk in it. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And And I think- there's a self-definition that we have for ourselves and God isn't in it. Like he's he's like that's so great that you have defined yourself as that and that and that. But what I see and what I endeavor to hope that you graduate to is seeing yourself beyond. So yes, you may be an actor. That's great. But you've been you've been a conduit for people to see their true selves in a way that they might not have ever been able to see themselves because you're so free and I can act or I don't have to like you have iconic roles. You don't have to have 17,000 roles. You have roles that can never be matched. People can speak those. They can literally quote the roles that you stepped into because they are so iconic. There are things that people relate to with you, AJ, that live on. My daughter is now talking about, you know, she's like, mm, "Auntie AJ," da, 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 da. you get what I'm saying? Because she knows yes. it's just a different yes. type. And when you can effectuate change, when you can um, penetrate people's hearts and souls with your authentic self, because acting is the truth. You're acting. You're becoming yes. a character. You're in most of yeah. us, and I'm gonna put myself in it because I don't want people to think I'm judging, but most people are characters every day of their lives. Like they, <laughs> ah, Sasha. okay, so most people act every single day of their lives and they have no clue who they actually are because they've been acting for the length of their lives, becoming what other yes. people needed them to be trying to act you know trying to fit in trying to fit the bar make the bar be included in the room and all of those types of things and and then you've done that for so for so long that you don't even know who you actually are but but here here's the difference when I say I've done that
1: what I mean is I've tried to fit in and was unsuccessful I've tried to date who it looks good for me to date and I was miserable. I've tried to, you know, take that role because it's the role to do. And I was miserable on set, on location. And that's why I was like, why am I so miserable? And I, and I honestly, I, I remember the moment. Um, I, started, I started talking to other actresses and I said, you know, do you guys like the red carpet? And they were like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love when they call my name. I love when I get dressed up. I love the lights and the camera. And I've never liked it. I've never liked it. And I always felt out of place because I never liked it. And as I listened to them, I was like, oh, now I get it. I know that I'm more than the three seconds of a cameraman (laughs) calling my name. I don't need that validation. I want my three years of validation calling my name, not my three seconds on a red carpet and then the next person. So once I got honest with myself, and that's what I think is important. Once I got honest with myself, about what I wanted and who I saw myself to be. It became easier to walk in that in a God confidence. Yeah. Not an AJ confidence, right? In a God confidence of I've got to walk in this space with an unwavering focus and determination to be my true authentic self. What happens after that just happens.
0: Wow. So I want to make sure I
1: say to you. It's not like I, it's not like my focus was I want to reinvent myself. A lot of no. people talk about it like You know, the sustenance of a career over 40 years is now what are you going to do? Now what are you going to do? I've never thought of that. I thought of what you said is how do I live my free, authentic, genuine self? How do I find my happy? How do I find my joy? The fact
0: that that has translated into career success is only God it's a it's it's a bonus because living your true authentic self frees you so much from the expectations that others have of you and the next award show and will they see me? If you see you, that's the greatest gift that you can give to yourself. If God sees you and you are walking into your authentic calling, that is the greatest gift that you can ever give to yourself. And I feel like People get lost in the minutiae of I've arrived and, you know, I've hit a pivotal moment in my life and everybody's looking at me and everybody's X, Y, and Z when everybody can't even get it together themselves. It's just like, why am I looking for validation from lost people? You know, and it's not, it's, <laughs> we, all of us are trying to find our way.
1: And, and, and I, and I want to, I want to understand better. And again, like you said, this is not judgment. I personally want to understand better. What does that
0: validation
1: lead to? You know, what does the trophy lead to
0: more self-absorption, more self-absorption and more um, of that pull or that push into becoming or thinking that you have to continue to highlight. To, to do the highlight reel. And then you're always chasing the next moment instead of living free in the moments that come to you. Because when you're free and your authentic self, like you stated, that's when the opportunities come. I'm I'm no longer interested in trying to create avenues for myself. What I'm interested in is for me living my true self and letting my true heart show and letting the people who are assigned to me find me, letting the opportunities that are mine and the doors that God has uh, placed in front of me for my purpose find me. I feel like that's leading me to my next point or question. How did you realize, you know, we know you as an actress. We've learned you as a lifestyle expert in coaching. How did you know that you wanted to help people to find their footing? How did you know that you wanted to to, to, to be a lifestyle expert or a lifestylist or a coach? How did you know what moment gave you the, the surety that you could be successful in helping other people be successful in their lives?
1: You know, when I when I say you have to pay attention to God's provision, I mean it. It's not like I knew I wanted to do that, but there's a couple of things that that told me it's what was gonna be manifesting. And I'll give you a few of those. One, um, I'm a dual degree graduate, honors graduate from Spelman College, psychology Come on, chemistry. Spelman,
0: HB, see you. Right, right, right. right. Um, And you're also a member of the amazing Delta Sigma Theta sorority who just had their uh, uh, anniversary a little bit ago. Mm -hmm. And, and, And speaking of that,
1: you know, there's you know, when you pledge Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and you get the opportunity to pledge on the campus of the number one HBCU institution called Spelman, that's a whole nother level of elevation that God calls you to as an African-American woman. And for that group of women to say you're special and we want you to be a part of our organization, that was number one example. Number two example is the more that I shared my upbringing, the more that I shared the love I got for my father as the first man in my life, Mm -hmm. the relationship I had with my father, the more that I saw so many women not have not been products of a strong father-daughter relationship that I had. And I didn't realize so many did not. I knew it was time for me to share who I was and what women could be and, or just even understand who they weren't based on what they didn't have. Wow. And then Oprah, then Oprah called in 2013 and she said, I want your help with me trying to help Lindsay Lohan out of rehab. And I said to her, why me? And she said, Because Lindsay has had the help of therapists, world-renowned doctors, and what she now needs is a good, strong heart and soul that really wants to help her. I can't think of anyone else but you. When someone of that stature, that's not necessarily an everyday thing, but that has seen that in me, that's another level of a box check that says, hey, you can help people. And so, and then there's things that keep going. Instagram pops up. Like all this happened before I was even on Instagram. Instagram happens, <clears throat> excuse me. And as I'm sharing my thoughts, as I'm sharing my process, as I'm sharing my experiences, a million people decide that they want to hear more and more about it. And the million people call followers. That also tells me, hey, people want to hear from you. Hey, people they do. want to hear what you have to say. So all of that was, was the proof that, It was time for me to, again, surrender to. I had the gifts to help people and I was being called to do so.
0: Wow. Wow. I think... I think for me, when I think about your life and went, because I've had a front seat to it, you've lived inside of my home filming our show, the book of John Gray. You've had the opportunity. We are still living by some of the principles that you have implemented inside of us. And that big chunk of weight that John lost was directly related to you. He still has a ways to go, but that big chunk 30 pounds that he lost was directly related to you like get up, come in here, try this. Does it taste good? What you think about that? And also when you break a nail your nephew was sure to tell you, Auntie AJ your nail is broken. And so (laughs) my son got the opportunity to help you get together. He didn't care about your movies. He didn't care about your influence. He wanted you to get that nail done and um, that's what you had to do for four in our house. I'm telling you, he is so candid. But back on task um how is it that um when you decided that the AJ that I'm known for and the AJ that I'm becoming, when did you know that they were um, colliding? When did you know that you're like, I'm cool. Yeah, if somebody says, hey, Juanita, you're like, what's up? You know what? Yeah, you always be Jody's mama or um, for your role in House Party and somebody references that. you're. I love it that you, you're not like, oh gosh, that was so long ago or I'm so much better than that now. I love that you embrace the fact that people, People love you in those roles and you've never like I've never seen you diminish one person or discredit anybody. If we were in a store, if we were anywhere and somebody recognized you, you were always welcoming with however they knew you. What how what gets you to that intersection to be fine with people still connecting to those roles from then and the person that you're becoming now?
1: I feel like it's all a gift. I really do. I feel like all of it is a gift. Um, I love the fact that I have done, what is that noise? The vacuum outside the hotel. Um, <laughs> we can't write this. We can't write this. Um, I feel like it's all a gift, Ab. I really do. I feel like um, the fact that, like you said, I've done 20 studio films, and a bulk of them are iconic films and iconic roles. That's a gift. And the fact that I can be lovingly remembered for those roles um, and that I've, and I, I've learned that I've touched people's lives as I travel the world, even that, like, I never thought I'd go as far across the world as Africa and people would stop me in the street, literally in their African accents, quoting my lines from the yeah. movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> quoting my lines <laughs> from the movies, yeah. that is Bonita from House. You, you you are from Baby Boy. You are from Baby Boy. I know you. I
1: know you. And so it's a gift, and I just feel like it also is fertilizer to the idea of I'm being called to to change the world, to help the world, to to be an example of what ageless, spirit filled, better health, unspeakable joy actually looks like. Yeah. And I feel like that is a part of it. So, you know, I even thought of stuff like, for example, a lot of celebrities erase their year, whatever it is, content on Instagram. Because the big thing is to be, to have millions of followers, but look like you've only had like 10 posts on Instagram. When you know you've been on Instagram for 10 and 20 years. But for some reason, <laughs> for, for some reason you Stop know, that's playing. become a thing. Yeah, it's true. But here's, here's for me, I love the fact that I can look at my comments and people will say, This changed my life. And I'll go back and look at the post they're talking about. And it's from like 2005 or so. I'm like, it's not my responsibility to be the celebrity. It's my responsibility to be the helpmate. And the true authentic you. Yes. So again, I'm I'm constantly fueled by paying attention to what God puts before me as the evidence. That's a big word. We got to look for the evidence that we're moving in the right direction.
0: Does that make sense to you? It makes perfect sense because for me, you, you hit a key point and I want to talk about social media real quick. When people try to erase that, which has happened before them, um, it kind of, you know, it talks about leaving the past, the past, but I'm sorry, the past helped you get to where you are. I don't believe in failure. I don't believe in You know, the worst moments of your life. I feel like the worst moments were meant to build you into the person that you're becoming. I feel like you should embrace it all. So, yes, I will leave up, you know, whatever post from 10 years ago that whoever I was then is very much relevant to who I am now because I wouldn't be who I am now and who I'm becoming without revisiting her. I don't have to live in regret for the things that I missed. I don't have to live in regret for the things that I got wrong, but I can revisit it in a way that amplifies and pushes my voice forward, knowing that that was a necessary aventure back there seven years ago, five years ago. I had to have that aventure to become the aventure that that you see and love if you love me. Yes. You know? But 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 let me
1: let me help you also say the, the aventure that we know and love. That aventure really has nothing to do, I don't believe, or this AJ, that AJ, has nothing to do with the worldliness of what we post. What it has to do with is the virtues of our character in the consistency of our lives. I'ma say that again. The, the, you know what we're after is consistency. We're after consistent loyalty as human beings. We're after consistent love expression. We're yeah. after consistent, right? We're after we're after consistent authenticity because that's what makes us trust. Yes. I trust you as my sister because our connection is consistent. Yes, I trust you. You know because I know if I call you and you don't hit me back in ten minutes, it's because you're probably in church or pastoring something, or that you're gonna get back to me. I yeah. don't ever feel like. I don't, you don't, I don't ever wonder and doubt with you. And that's what I I feel like all those years of social media are telling people that our character is not filled with doubt. Our character is not filled with wonder. Our character is nothing but consistent, authentic, and genuine, no matter what the situation was. Right. And that's what people love and trust. It's true.
0: It's true. And I think that people tend to post the best and hide the rest. And social media for some people means access and visibility. But for others, it's a source of insecurity and constant attacks. So what are your thoughts on the social media culture in that regard? And what do you believe individuals can do to improve that culture? Because some people use it to literally keyboard bandit, you know, wear out and say whatever they want subliminally post post their feelings that they would never in their right mind have the audacity to come at you and say in your face so what is it about social media that you think we can do as a culture to fix that like to help that culture
1: i i gotta tell you i i honestly don't know yet because it's it's something that's disturbing to me it is um The bullying, the targeting, the the cancer culture. You know, the fact that, you know, I I like to learn from what I experience. And so when I, you know, and you know, now the algorithms are in a place where, God forbid, I look at one booty twerking. Now, all of a sudden, my whole page is filled with booties twerking. (laughs) So, (laughs) like... One second too long on that girl who was making that left cheek jump, and now all that's in my page is the one cheek jump twerk move. So, <laughs> I like, I just wanted to take one look. I don't want to be bombarded with one cheek jumping, and so I just feel
0: like. Listen, it's like, okay, AJ. Uh, if you wanted to see the booty jump, we all want to see the booty jump. Sometimes it's you know, I just you know, I, I want to try it every now and then, but I don't want to be bombarded
1: with fifty girls who are making the booty jump. Right. So I just feel like we've given up, we've given up our power to social media yeah. and now they're governing us. And that's the problem. We have to take our power. back. That's the answer I'm going to come up with today. We have to take our power back and realize that social media is nothing without our engagement. So you if, we, you know, if we zone in on our amount of engagement, what we're engaging in, they have to follow us as opposed to us following them.
0: Yeah social media has has the ability to shift our moods um wow. and that we ha- we need you're right in taking our power back so we need to know when to get off cuz you'll go down the rabbit hole of oh my god another black man was wrongly killed you know and then it starts permeating your soul not to say I don't want to deal with it I don't want to see it but that type of ingestion of all of those things over and over and over can change your mind and your thought processes chemically your neural pathways can be affected by that and if you keep whatever you keep on putting inside of your ear gate into your mind at some point will crystallize and that's all that you want to be drawn to. So I love the positive quotes. I love the positive affirmations. I also know that based on the person who's posting it, that that they're like, oh, this is a thing. People are connecting to me with this. So let me keep doing it. I can tell when it's genuine and when it's not. And so I've learned Everybody that. Can. It's- <laughs> Everybody can. That's what I'm saying. Because we're after authenticity and, and consistent,
1: genu- genuine, genuine, Um, character. We we can always tell. It's like everybody can tell when it's authentic. Everybody can tell when it's consistency and longevity. Everybody can tell. And I think, you know, what we've gotten into is just giving social media, I'll say it again, we just give, we give social media too much power in terms of who it regulates us to be. And I think one thing that we can also do to fix that is before we even log on, Decide what we
0: need for that decide, day. To stay. Decide. Yep. Decide.
1: Yeah. Decide. what you need for that day. It's like, you know, I've told friends of mine, listen, I love you. I will call and text and and, and make sure you're fine. I don't want to see your selfie ten times a day. <laughs> and so that's I'm not following you, doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means I'm tired of seeing your selfies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> your selfies. It's a distraction for me. So yeah. I'm not yeah. you because your content doesn't help me be better. Your yeah. content is a
0: distraction. Why can't we be that open and honest with each other? That is so beautiful. And I appreciate that. Because when people say, oh, can you follow me back? I I have gotten to the point where I'd be like, well, you know, if there's something to follow, I'll follow. If there's nothing to How follow for me. Now, for others, that might work. But... I, there are some things that I don't want to see, and I don't care to see every moment, like you stated. And and we have that freedom. If I want to unfollow everybody, if I want to unfollow everybody for a day, I should be able to do that. Or what is it called? Um, something your account. Take your account offline. What is it called? Deactivate. deactivate your account. Sometimes you need to deactivate your account so that you can refill yourself and then get back on it because it's just too yes. much. I want to. I want to go back to something because I
1: know a lot of people that listen are going to be taking notes, hand in hand, which they should, about what to do to actually move forward in the year and in their life. And something that we said earlier. There's a word I want to use in terms of how do you live your authentic life? How do you live your true happiness? And the big word is boundaries. Ooh. You have to you have to set your boundaries. You have to respect your own boundaries, honor your own boundaries and live that as an example so other people outside of yourself will also respect, honor and revere your boundaries.
0: When you have no boundaries, people can pick up on that and they will maximize on using you and um, sometimes it's not intentional that's the thing sometimes people will 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 literally go the distance with you and they don't mean to use you, but it ends up happening. And that's why I'm very very intentional to make sure everybody around me knows whether it's just a a, a message that says, hi I'm thinking about you, or here's an Apple Cash, because you actually had to have gas to come and do that what you did for me. Like, there are some things that, that people don't think about, and just because you love people and you're like, oh, I would have done it for free, it, it is it feels good to get a message that says I was just thinking about you it feels good to 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 have somebody prefer you or to feel like okay this is a person that I can actually do life with because it's it's genuine and it's um it's reciprocal like we're not counting we're not counting blessings like you blessed me five times last week let me bless you five times this week no I might not pour in as much as you've poured in this week, but God would have it that the week I need it, you're the one that's giving it. And the week you need it, I know, and we're in tune enough to know that I get to be the one to pour extra and and then we're not calculating. So that's what I feel <laughs> like authenticity is. And that's where I feel like boundaries are, because I want to pour into people who love like me, who see me. We may not be I can't expect Aventure from everybody. You can't expect AJ from everybody. And that's a big, big, big thing. Because I'm like, well, I would have, and I wouldn't have ever done that. And how were you raised that you don't get that? But the truth is, is that everybody doesn't have your upbringing. Everybody doesn't have your perspective. Everybody doesn't have your worldview. And the sooner you embrace that.
1: But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to work to get damn close to people (laughs) who have upbringing and my character and my boundary level, I'm gonna work close because that's where a lot of the issues come from. Yeah. In terms of the respect and 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 here here's something I'm doing. I'm gonna share this with you because I haven't talked to you in the new year yet. So this is great a great opportunity. What's what's well, two questions real quick. What's one word that completely affected your last year, good or bad? I'm, I'm gonna give you a hint. My word was betrayal. Ooh. My word was betrayal. I had a lot of betrayal, friends' betrayal, family betrayal. Betrayal was my word for 2022 that I knew I had to elevate out of for the new year. What's your word?
0: I believe that that's my word.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Now, what's the? Now we're going into a new year, right? This is this time we're living in a new year. What's another word that you have to be more of? to be more of something in the new year. So for me, I have to be more unwavering
0: to be more respectful of my boundaries. I have to be more sure. I don't need to change my mind because of how you have perceived something that I've done. I need to be staunch, Steadfast, unmovable in what I know are my own convictions and not let them teeter totter to appease you. If you don't like them, then maybe we don't need to be in covenant. It's okay. And we should be okay with the distance between what I'm willing to accept and what I'm willing to not bend on.
1: And in love, we have to keep each other accountable. Accountability. Right?
0: It's my responsibility to protect my, to protect my own peace. So when I give that peace away, it's my fault. It's not your fault. You're just doing you. That's who you are. But when I give my peace away, that's on me. So I'm going to fight for my peace and I'm going to be real sure that the way I want to be treated, the way I want to be handled, the way I want to be respected, that I am implementing that for myself and I'm not bending one way or the other. I have to be sure.
1: And how beautiful is it to surround yourself with whether it's one person or 10 people that are going to, through love, make sure that you're sure? Oh. Exactly. Doesn't that feel great?
0: I need and, to and, pass and, the word around for the people that I, that I love so much and make sure that they are making sure that I'm staying sure. Because when, when you do life with people, then they'll be like, uh-uh, boo, you're not sure. Remember what we said 23 was about? All of that. AJ, you know what? What time is it? First of all, we, we can be on here. We can be on here till next week. We are done. Like the time is done. And we've been on here. Like I'm overtime. I'm gonna have to pay extra everything. But let, let me tell you, this is so good. because, And we might need to do a part two because it's so enriching. It's so enriching. Um, We've been on here talking for way longer than I thought we were. Like we're like get yeah i i just want people can you give us a takeaway um well let me let me do this one last last question and then ask you to give us a good takeaway and something you want to leave us the Av unfiltered audience with um my brand artist me is about being both the art and the artist and as we give to others and also work on ourselves so can you give us an example of how you represent the art is me that i am the art that you can be both the creator and the created, that you can be a walking canvas and you can, and you can be um, coutured and, and brushed and beautifully, you know, created while creating. Can you give us an example of that for you in your life? And then also leave us with a quick um, note of something that we can take away from the episode today.
1: I think I can do both in one, which is, the art and the artistry is doing something every day that guarantees, and this is for you too, because you say you want to be sure, doing something every day that guarantees you are stepping into an elevated level of yourself, mind, body, and soul. Yeah, The way that I eat, the way that I work out every day, the way that I eat every day, um, the conversations I have every day, um, you know what I look at on social media or not every day. I'm consciously aware of what I'm feeding my mind, body, and soul every day, all day long. And yeah. my goal my goal, and my intention is to constantly reach for my best self. That is how the artist and the creative manifests. Yeah. It's just all I do is, is reach for my best self every day. I'm naturally creative. I'm naturally an artist. So if I reach for my best self, the masterpiece becomes.
0: Woo. So good. Yeah.
1: You're the masterpiece. And then, yeah. Yeah. And we all are. We all are. We just have to walk in that truth. And, and maybe this is the answer to the second question. We're all a masterpiece. That's what God created. We yeah. just have to walk in the knowingness of that yeah. and, and be unwavering, my word, and, and be sure. sure. Right. Right. Of who we are and do the work to be unwavering and sure of who you are. Trusting that that is who God is calling you to be so that you're inevitably great. Yes.
0: So God doesn't good. make
1: mistakes he's calling us to be. Amen?
0: Ever. 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 This so is so good. That, guaranteed greatness. <clears throat> guaranteed. Guaranteed greatness. GG. I want a guarantee. Don't you? <laughs> I need the guarantee. I want to guarantee. (laughs) I love it. Listen, family, that's our episode. That's our time for today with AJ. I pray that you all have listen. I hope your journal is filled with notes. I hope you go back. I hope you rewind. I hope you pause. I hope you ponder. I hope you prepare. I hope you reset your mind and your heart on. Uh, elevation and elevating yourself into a greater purpose and a greater work. Choose your word for the year and stand on it. AJ, thank you so much for being with us on Avon Filter. Thank you for being with me. I can't wait to squeeze you again. I can't wait to catch up not on here and on the phone, because I have so much to share with you. I do. I've made notes for our conversation. So I love you. Thank you so much for coming on to uh, my show. And I am so, so, so grateful for what God is doing in your life. It's beautiful to watch. I love you. I love you. And always, always. Thank you. All right, family. I hope you enjoy AJ. So let's get into it with Av's Advice. All right, you guys. One of my favorite parts is the Dear Abs Advice segment. So here it goes. Help. I think I've lived for almost 15 years in the wrong profession. My parents are successful. My mother is an educator. Father is a businessman. And for as long as I can remember, they were directing me towards being an educator. I was told everyone needs a teacher. Every human has had one. It's noble. It's sure. It's fulfilling. You get to change the world. While all of this is true, I feel like I've stifled my creative muscles. I love the kids meeting families. I love the fact that I get to make a change in their lives. But what about my life? I graduated and began teaching at 25, and now I'm almost 40. And I don't feel the same feeling I'm providing for others. I like what I do. I love it. As well as most times, I I feel like I'm leaving the real me behind. Should I continue to do this and just charge it as this is what I was meant to do? Or should I, at age almost 40, start over? I really want to do that, but it's like, is it too late? Thank you, Amber Long. Well, let me tell you this, honey. It's never too late to start again. It's never too late to embrace where you're going and where you're headed. I think this is a great lesson for all of us. I, I started my daughter in dance when she was three because I was a dancer. I realized that if at any moment she decides that she doesn't want to do that, that I'm not going to coerce her into doing something that I want to her to do, or that I liked, or I was in pageants, my daughter should be in pageants. I was this, so she should be that. No, I think we should pray about the kids that we've been trusted with and ask the Lord to help us guide them in the way that he has for them and whatever purpose that he has set in motion for them. It seems to me that your parents with very good, you know, intentions wanted to lead you to a profession that would give you a steady living. And the truth is, is is that everybody did have a teacher. But if you don't feel fulfilled, honey, you can switch it up and God can bless you and redeem the time. All is not lost. If you want to continue teaching, Ask yourself and make sure that that's what you really want to do. If you are done teaching and you want to expand and you want the world to see a new amber and an evolved amber and an amber that speaks to your heart and soul, then by all means, I support you. I want to tell you guys that wherever you are, wherever you are in your life, however old you are, you're never too old. It's never too late to begin again. That's the lesson. Amber, let me know what you decide to do. So write me back and tell me if you decided to keep teaching or if you decided to switch it up and do something else that was dear to your heart. All right, family, I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed today with AJ as much as I did. We got to talking. We're going to have to do a second segment with AJ because it was so rich. Make sure you follow her on all her social media platforms and keep up with her shows and her TV excursions and everything like that. Please like, share, and follow to Aventure Graco. And you guys, make sure that you are tuning in every other Thursday around 4:08 p.m. Eastern so that you can get a new episode of Avon Filter. God bless you. I love you and I will see you next time.